Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you are well. I hope all is good with you in your world. And um, yesterday I stumbled on this wonderful song by Chandler Moore from his album called Feelings. In fact, I think I need to go into that album. So I must confess, I have these bad habits whereby I don't listen to songs. When, when songs come out, you know, I may hear um, gospel artists saying, "Oh, I have a new album coming out." I'm not one of those people. Just I don't, I don't do that. I, I always wait. I always wait for when the song calls to me, you know. And somehow, you know, so I end up always, I'm always behind. Sometimes a year, two years, three years behind, you know. So this is one of those. So this apparently came out right in the midst of the pandemic in 2020 when. I guess the music of, you know, Maverick City and Chan Lamont himself really like crossed to my part of the world. And um, so this one is, um, this song is He Understands. And it just came up, it was one of those YouTube recommended videos. I listen to my music on YouTube most of the time. So, and, um, you know, it was recommended. And I just looked at the words of that song and it's called He Understands. And, you know, it, it was going on a loop. It was on one of those youtube channels that just has the songs going on the loop on loop and the song just grabbed me i wasn't even really listening because i was reading i was doing my seminary bible recommended reading but it just really caught me i just started you know it's like the spirit of the song i was like who is this of course i knew it was chandler because i know his voice he sings the very unique way so i knew it was him but i wasn't expecting the song to draw me in as it did so i listened to it like 20 times because that that um video on youtube that channel actually had it on a loop for like an hour and a half so i played it allowed it to run all through and i'm just going to go through the lyrics of the song because i think what separates jesus i'm doing a seminary program that is actually a course this year that is focused on you know we're studying other religions and theology and we're we're developing our own theology of who god is according to the scripture what we believe looking at what other Bible scholars through the years and the generations have believed. You know, just finding out for yourself what, you know, what do you believe? Why do you believe what you believe? How is your worldview shaped? Really, really interesting and fascinating stuff. I wish we could spend more time on some of those things because it's like we have to rush through the curriculum, but it's fine. It's okay. First principles and all that. So, this song is We Have a Friend. So, it starts off, and I don't, you know, I just learned this yesterday, so just bear with me i know some of you probably know this song much better than i do but anyway let me just try and see what i can muddle through in it so it started by saying we have a friend he understands I, I can't remember how he sang that then i think he starts with there's nothing new under the sun questions we have have been said and done now this is where it goes for the analysis fully god and man he felt it all now high as a king but still he's low enough to meet us where we are i i don't know how he sang that but he says even though jesus was high as a king but still he's low enough to meet us where we are so philippians 2 talks about that how jesus brought himself low made himself even lower than angels just so that he can come at be at our and be at our level. And this is where the story of Jesus, when people say Christianity is one of several other religions, I'm like, no, it is not. It is not. Because he was fully God and fully man. He felt it all, all, all. He felt it all. 
he said anyway we'll go back and read philippians to where he talks about you know what jesus did and he says um, um okay he understands he was alone oh my goodness i've lost this, the trail of this song let by um foxes have holes oh no i have to get this Then continues by saying, "He un- he understands. Mm-mm-mm. He was alone, left by his friends. Mm-mm. Foxes have holes. He had nowhere to go, no place to lay his head. So if anyone knows." He understands. He understands. Mm. Then he now goes, uh, I have a friend, he understands, he understands. Then he goes, I found a friend in the high priest. Dun, 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 dun. Who's not of a... Who's out of, who's not out of touch with reality? He was a man treated bad like me. Oh my goodness. He was a man treated bad like me. So I won't feel guilty. He gives me space to be what he made me to be. He understands he was alone, left by his friends. Foxes have holes. He had nowhere to go, no place to lay his head. So if anyone knows, yeah. He understands. And then, you know, I wish I could just play the whole song for you, but I mean, I, that wouldn't be right, you know, but I know some of you must have listened to it, but if you haven't, please go and li- listen to it. There's a part where he now goes, um, all the pain you feel inside, the tears you cry at night, you know, I know you want to hide, I know you want to run away, he understands, you know, then he goes, oh, oh, he understands. I'm so glad he understands. He's my friend. He understands. I don't have to worry. I don't have to fret because he understands. I have a friend and he understands, you know, and it just goes on like that. And it's amazing. I listened to this song like 20 times yesterday and I still can't sing it. I mean, what I've noticed about Maverick music, um, kind of music and, you know, Naomi Rain and Chandler, they really sing, like they sing notes. They sing, you know, they just, they don't just sing straight. They sing like, you know, several notes. At the same time in a bar so you have to be a real singer like literally learn you really have to follow the keyboard the, the music skill to follow them you know with the way they sing they don't just sing like you know the way you know like those other songs that are pretty is to sing you know like shout to the lord of the earth you know, they will change the notes as in you know they will <laughs> they, they fluctuate the notes up and down so you know and then you know so it's 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 it takes time when once you get it you are able to really like sing along but for me i don't know maybe some other people who are better singers they can just flow for me it, it does take time you know so you you get bits of it but it's musically really nice because i think what they um try to communicate in their songs is the ups and downs of life and you know songs are not you know life isn't straight life isn't you know one it's not easy it's not one straight song that you're singing just you know on one note just going that way it's 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 up it's down it's you know there's pain there's there's joy there's sadness there's you know and i think their music the the kind of the way they sing communicates the ups and downs of life because you know 
he, they, they start low, like this song starts with, I have a friend, he understands, you know, and he's very low male chord. There's, you know, the um, questions we have have been said and done. Then he now is good. Fully God and man, he felt it oh. High as a king, but still he's low enough to meet us where we are. I know I'm doing that all wrong. He understands. So, he understands, you know, and that, oh, you know, I just, it was, it really ministered to me. And the way it now goes, I found a friend in the high priest. Let's just unpack that a little bit. You know what it means for someone to be a high priest and not just the high priest, like in the old covenant who you, who would die, you know, he was a mortal man like you and I, but then he was anointed to be the high priest and then he would in fact the high priest was already really very different from everyone else because he could go into the holy place which nobody else could other people if they went they would die even the high priest if he went in unworthily you know not according to the way that it was written for him he would die and they would literally have to drag him out with a piece of rope they used to high priest used to go into the holy place with a piece of rope uh, tied around his waist so if they don't hear from him they know oh, my goodness he's done something wrong he's dead you know, he went in on whether they, you know, and so they drag him out and then another person goes in. So no one who isn't even supposed to be there will be there. But what Jesus now did was that he, that whole, you know, how would I say, everything that was standing between us and God, he tore it all down. And he now, he became the high priest himself. And he warned him, the, not only, and that's the thing about Jesus, so many things going on with him because he was not only the high priest, he's also offering his own blood. The other high priest used to offer the blood of bulls and goats, which of course couldn't do anything. But Jesus, first of all, came. He was the lamb of God. So he came, was killed, died, took that blood, offered the blood. Then, so he's he's not only the high priest, he's also the lamb. He's also the, the, the servant that came. In the, you know, he came in the form of a servant and he, he lived like us. So he understands. So he's a worthy high priest. He's worthy because... He understands. He knows what it is to be rejected. He knows what it is to be betrayed. He knows what it is to be sad. He knows what it is to feel like no one really cares about you. He understands everything that you could imagine. He really does understand, you know? So it's, it's you know, it's like, I have, so what he now says, I found a friend in the high priest. It's come from a place of my, whoa, it's like, man, I have... I have hit it, you know, I've made it. I, I found a friend in the high priest, you know, and he says he, he's not out of touch with reality. He knows. Jesus, I mean, Jesus really knows. He understands. He was a man treated bad like me, so I won't feel guilty. He gives me space to be what he made me. And, you know, this is why I say there is no substitute to having a personal relationship with Jesus. Christianity is not, it's not something that it's not something you force it's a relationship you either have it or you don't and that's you know i keep saying this and honestly if you don't have the relationship then please put in everything to make sure that you have that relationship and i i keep making this um analogy about it's the difference between you you have a crush you know like you're in class there's a crush there's this guy you have a crush on you wish you you had a relationship with him but you don't you abs you actually do not have a relationship with him so whether or not you're in the same class, like 24-7, you know, you're peeping in his books, he occasionally smiles your way, 
you are not in a relationship you know what i'm saying he stops coming to that class you stop coming to that class you'll never see him again you have no right to even ask him why didn't i see you in class you know as in you're not a part of his life you're not you know you don't, you're not in a relationship so that's exactly how it is with jesus if i call myself a christian and i don't have that kind of relationship that you know i can relate to the words that chandler moore is saying in this song then I don't have a relationship with Christ. Christianity is not just something you just profess. I'm a Christian. I believe in Christ. I'm boom. Just no, no. It opens the door to a real life relationship, a relationship that is as real as, you know, friendship, marital relationships. Call it what it, I mean. Yeah, business partnership. In fact, well, I mean, what I mean is, it's a real relationship. And there are many levels, you know, there's a brotherly relationship you can have with with Christ, there's a friend relationship, there's a partner, like, you know, partner in the gospel together with Christ, which I think all of us should have. And there's the high priest relationship, there's the Lord relationship, there's the savior relationship, there's the redeemer relationship, all of it. Because Jesus was everything in one, you know, he was so many things, fully God and fully man, which is what this um, song is also saying. You know, high as a king, but still he's low enough to meet us where we are. And that's really what Jesus does. And, you know, for me, it's really fascinating. Like in my seminary and my theology program yesterday, they were making this comparison about how, you know, in some other religions, particularly the second, you know, the the main religion that we know that is very much, you know, on the other side of Christianity. They believe that God is real, but that he is in, he's far away, you know, that he's, He's present in heaven where he is, oversees the whole earth, but that his people on earth are supposed to be like his representatives on earth, worshipping him, something a bit like that, which makes sense. I now understand why, I mean, that tends to probably explain why they feel the need to defend God when people, to defend God when people say things about him or against, you know, the prophet, you know, because they don't really see God as being you know on earth with people you know what i'm saying you know he's he's still where he is over there where you know and you worship him you know and all that so um unlike we we believe that you know first of all the blood was shed on earth we believe that the holy spirit is here with us and um, we believe that god is present here with us and that when jesus says if you ask anything where two or three are gathered together in my name there am i in the midst of them we believe that we believe that jesus is yeah that if we we call upon his name he's here <laughs> you know that he's actually here on earth that's what we believe so i realized that that whole thing about and that's why you know there was a there was a podcast we did called uh, musing that we did which was about here and real for me the day i realized that you know and it was also in my seminary class that I found out that for some people, they see God as, they know he exists, but they don't think he's here and that he's present here with us. And that that's why they actually go looking for those smaller gods that they believe are here. You know, it, it, it was such a profound thing for me because I had noticed in a lot of believers around me, Christians, in my local environment that, I mean, actually, there was, while I was ill sometime last year, I shared a word with a lady, a hospital word with a lady who was a Christian, gospel, everything, and she was talking so much about the water, you know, divinity, um, deities and all that, and how she went to, and I was, in fact, I was my, in fact, I checked myself out of the hospital eventually, in fact, I was ill with COVID, I checked myself eventually because I couldn't even, she was filling my ears with things I didn't want to hear, but looking back now, I think it was, it was, it was a 
God allowed it because he wanted me to realize that this was a thing. This woman, so I asked I told her, I said, I don't want to hear all what you're saying. And she was like, you know, there's not only, I said, no, I, I then said, you know, as a Christian, you're not supposed to be doing all these things. She now said, no, but you know that there's not only one way to God. I was amazed because, and the funny thing was that this lady and I, at a point in time, we attended the same church, even though we didn't know one another. Although now that I think about it, it's possible I knew her. I just realized that I think I must have known her. I mean, not personally, but from afar. I now realize, yes, that, you know, so she was born again, gospel church and everything, but still felt that God was far. So they still, but they believe that the water deity is here because water is here. The people that, you know, so I, I now understand, I said, okay, because I've always wondered why, what will make someone, you have Jesus, you have God, and then you are going to these other people. And now, the problem is they still feel that God is too far. He's in heaven. He's not here. He's not here. And they would rather relate with the people, the deities that they feel that are here. And, you know, one thing I've come to realize is that, you know, I, I know some Christians like to think that, oh, you know, they are really worshipping false. I mean, like they, they're just deceiving themselves. There are no gods. There are no, no, I, well, I used to think that, but now I, I know differently. Now I know that those deities are actually backed by demonic spirits. So, Yes, sometimes when they do go to them, they get certain things that they want. But what happens is that the devil plants sorrow in it. You know, the Bible says the blessings of the Lord make rich and they do not add sorrow. The devil will add sorrow to it. So even though he gives you that thing temporarily, in the future, he always comes back, playback. And we know this, even in my Yoruba language folklore, we all know this, that when you go and get these things from these people, they ask for a payback. God doesn't. God, God asks you to willingly love him to willingly give your life to him and if you don't he doesn't you know he, he, there's no there's no payback the only at least not in this life you know what i'm saying at the end of the age everybody will be judged for their works but even the people that obey him they will also be judged so that's not anything different but in this case the devil takes something back in this life and most of the time it's to do with your soul and it's, it's most likely something you would not want to give him that's the thing something that will something that if he, in fact, let's just say it's, it's, it would be something that if you had known that that was what he was going to take, you probably wouldn't have taken that um, help or assistance or whatever it was. So anyway, he, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful song. I have a friend. I found a friend in the high priest, one who's not out of touch with reality. He was a man treated bad like me, so I won't feel guilty. He gives me space to be what he made me. He understands. He knows how I feel inside. The tears that I cry at night. Yeah. He really does understand, you know. I mean, I went through a really bad time the last two years. I went into, a, you know, a dark place. A place where how I even ended up there, I don't even know. But you, you, when you are sad long enough, when you're, when you're really sad and you're de- in despair... You know, when you have pain and deep sorrow for so long, you don't even know when you, when it takes you into a certain place. You just one day, you just wake up and you realize that you're there, you're there, and you can't find your way out because you don't even know how you got there in the first place. But Jesus led me out. He led me out by His word. He led me out. I can even remember the times when I was finally able to see a light at the end of the tunnel. So I just continued to walk in the direction of that light. 
so he understands and i think one of the mistakes i made when i was going through my my thing my stuff my time was i thought he didn't i thought i i felt he would be disappointed in me that despite how long we had been together and that i could still allow this to get to me but i didn't realize that he understands why because he also went through the whole he went through the darkest of the dark dark periods and his last words on the cross one of his last words my god my god why hast thou forsaken me what does that tell you he understands he felt like god had forsaken him which is how we feel when we go through those things and that's why god made him a perfect high priest a perfect sacrifice a perfect lord a perfect substitute he needed to experience pain the same way you and i depression darkness anxiety fear hunger hatred he needed to experience it every human emotion everything that people could throw at him he experienced it he went through it and i'm just say, as i'm saying i'm just realizing that he really understands and he he never judged me but i kept feeling like he he, he was judging me and i realized now that it was the devil trying to make me feel even worse so i spent a lot of time trying to cope when i really couldn't cope when all i just needed to say was lord help me Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Eventually, I got there. I stopped trying to go. I was like, Lord, help me. Anytime I saw certain things, you know, and I could just see, I would just be like, Lord, help me. There was, I mean, there was nothing more I could say. Lord, just help me. Don't let me sink. That's exactly what Peter said, by the way, when he saw himself sinking in the deep waters. Lord, help me. It's a very powerful prayer. Lord, help me. So I'll just leave this here and, you know, he understands. I'm going to listen to this song throughout this week because I just want to celebrate Jesus because, and I think God, he needed to go on behalf of the Godhead because God just felt, you know what, how can I demand for these people to love and serve me if I have not given them a reason to? I need to give them a reason, a reason that will justify me, will justify why I am demanding this, um, this kind of love and sacrifice, willing willing love and sacrifice. And it needs to be something that will be available to all men. I can't just do it for Israel alone. I can't just do it only for good people. I can't just do it only for Noah's descendants. I can't just do it only for, you know, people who are nice or only for men or women or short or tall people. I have to do it for everyone. It has to be available for everyone so that every man, every woman, every tribe, every tongue, every child, anybody that was ever born can one day decide to be reconciled to God through Jesus. I need to open a door. I need to create a way, a pathway. And that pathway has to be able to answer to every question that man has in his heart, in his soul, in his spirit. It has to address the sin problem. It has to address the shame problem. It has to address the fear problem. He has to address the unbelief problem. It has to address the despair, the sorrow, the anxiety, the depression problem. It has to address every hurt, every pain, every grief, every sorrow of the human condition. So Jesus, I spent 33 years on earth experiencing all of that so that he could be a perfect high priest, a perfect advocate. So that when he speaks on our behalf in heaven, 
He can speak from a place of experience. He can speak from a place of an encounter. He can speak from a place of sacrifice, of identification. Wow, he really does understand. He does understand. He does understand. I will counsel and encourage you to please listen to that song. Whatever it is you may be going through, please listen to that song today. And I will just end by reading, I think it's the book of Philippians, which talks about essentially everything that um, this song was inspired by. And this is where I say, you know, the word of God is so amazing because you find out that the best gospel songs, the most powerful, are those ones that are rooted in a revelation knowledge of the word of God. So even though, you know, he, he didn't use those words verbatim, I can already tell where it is rooted in. So Philippians 2, it says, um, Let this mind be in you, from verse 5, which was in, also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not think it's robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found actually in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. I'll leave it there. I found a friend in the high priest. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. Remember, he understands.